Dis nou ooplee doeling toe in Touchline met Kasper en Mark. Hallo Chad Sapphire en jou listeners. T, thank you for having us again today. Mark, welcome to the show again. We've got some serious interesting subjects to discuss today. Welcome to everybody. Mark. Thanks, Gus. It's uh, always nice to, to be part of this show. Exciting times lying ahead. Exciting topics to discuss. Um, our future within rugby looks great. International rugby is on the go um, in Australia and New Zealand. Pro 14 is starting. So um, this just leads on to all the discussions that we're going to have. Um, that's part of the topics today, so looking forward to this, and yeah, let's... Uh. Thank you, Mark. Our main topic for today, I would like to discuss our, our night series and what the night series and the barbarian side means to a mums and tote rugby club. There's a couple of things that I believe a mums and tote rugby club benefits out of, out of the barbarian side and our night series. Number one being that we get to host the night series. Number two is that we get our three local schools to play in a, in a nice um, controlled environment and we see some proper and good schoolboy rugby. And then the barbarian side itself, which gives our boys a chance to compete on a different level and it gives us as a club a chance to select boys that we believe can grow in the club and take the club forward. Your views on this, Mark? Um, yeah, Gus, it's, uh, it's, it's great for, for the uh, Sapphire Coast community to, to see the spectacle of all our young talent playing at a Mamsum Toti Rugby Club. Um, I think it's great for the boys that are exposed to play at a higher level. Um, unfortunately, majority of our boys don't get the opportunity to take part in a Craven Week. Um, so this, the Barbarian teams, are obviously a next level for them to showcase their stuff. And we've had some brilliant talent coming through over the last few years. Last year specifically, um, we entered a tournament where we played against uh, big, big schools. Um, yes, we represented Toti Barbarians and not a school specifically. Um, and I'm sure you're going to touch on that yes, we going forward. Um, but more so, is there is so much rivalry from on a rugby field between the three local schools. This brings the schools closer where the boys actually play rugby together in one specific team where they don't play against each other. Um, it brings our community closer because now they're supporting one side and not a specific school. Um, and then ultimately, um, we're hoping for those boys to play at the Mems and Toti Rugby Club under 18, under 19, under 21, and then ultimately in the seniors. So it's a massive drawing card. Um, this is where we find and develop our future rugby stars because ideally we are, we are a family and a community club. We want to recruit, if that's a word, from within and not search outside of Definitely. the Mems and So it's a, it's, a, it's a great thing. Unfortunately, there are negatives. Um, there's a few yes. logistical logistical issues that I wouldn't like to go into because um, it's from a school point of view. Um, the schools have have raised certain things, and obviously between the organisers and the schools, one needs to sit down. But I can say 
my personal view on this, if we can get it right, it would be a massive drawing card. On, on that point, Mark, um, getting it right, I know one of the, one of the major issues was the, the timing in February. Um, that's one of the major issues. Um, but in saying that, what we've achieved last year with the, with the Barbarian side, you mentioned playing in a tournament. Um, the tournament was the Independent Schools Festival hosted by Clifton College, where we played against Clifton, where we played against Michael House, and where we played against Adams College, Bloemfontein. In all three of those games, we've, we've done ourselves proud. We've won the first game against Adams College. We literally won that game when nobody gave us a chance against any one of those schools. And I think in winning that game, everybody else stood up and noticed a mums and toti boys. The Barbarians did a mums and toti proud. We, we almost had two upsets against Michael House and, and Clifton College. If it wasn't for that last 10, 15 minutes where they really stood up and started playing their game, that our boys couldn't get to it, we, we could have won all three of those games. Then taking that team forward into our, into our club structure, where we haven't had an under-18 side for five years running, now suddenly we have this under-18 side with the confidence coming from the independent schools into our under-18 um, club setup going through the, the league unbeaten and then beating collegians in the final convincingly to win the league for the first year. I think that should say to everybody and anybody watching that uh, the night series and the barbarian side is of utmost importance to a mums and toti rugby club. Now, look, I agree with you. Um, you know, as, as a coach... Uh, senior coach at Toto Rugby Club, I mean, that, that is a dream come true because one always scratches for players and, and end of the season you try and recruit and whatever where this will be a natural feeding system coming through. You can call it, and it's not like that, but it's like an academy coming through and that's what, we, what yes. we're striving for. Um, and in the long, in the long run, um, those are the players that you want to zone in and, and put our efforts in as coaches to ensure that they develop. Yes, they might leave school and go to a varsity outside of the province or whatever, but at that specific stage, it's our responsibility to develop those kids. So I think the setup itself is brilliant. Um, you touched on playing in February. Um, that is a bit of a problem because personally I w I'm one of those that, that say we need to move it because the players aren't fit enough. Um, and, and part of the problem is all the players want to play in the night series. When the league itself starts, then some of those players aren't available anymore because yes. it's, not, it's not for them. They don't see it as a, as a, as a high-intensity yes. league or whatever the case might be. So um, for me, that is a problem. So <clears throat> if one can move it, other than the logistical sides where the schools need to say how they feel, um, from a coaching point of view, I say that I would like to see it later on in the season, if not at the yes. end of the season. Um, then we have throughout the season to select players, and those players must, for argument's sake, play 80% of the game for them to qualify to, to represent 100%. the Barbarians because it's a representative side. Um, playing against the bigger schools was great um, when we when we played there the first game as you rightfully said the guys played with so much passion 
um, and I think they they exceeded whatever anyone was, was actually thought was going to happen, which was great, and that brought a lot of self-belief. The problem with, with something like that is, and the, and the way we did it last year, we didn't have lots of time to prepare, whereas you play against big schools that have played together for the last season or two, and we've got a mix-match side coming together of great players, but the timing is an issue, so you yes. don't have time. So if we go back to my previous statement, if we... Um, play at the end of the season and you select pockets as you go along and you have training camps or whatever. By the time we play, the yes. kids will know exactly what to do. So 100%. I think we will be a major force in that. Um, and I think the future of, of Tokyo Rugby Club will be will be in good hands. So I see it as a positive, except for some of the logistical things, as I've, as I've said. So uh, if one can if one can iron those out, I think it's great for, for community rugby in Tokyo. Definitely. Definitely a positive for Mums and Toti Rugby. Um, from a club point of view, I think um, focusing on the community and focusing on the fact that we want to do it local-based, um, this is the platform that we need to work from. Um, somebody said to me, oh, but then Toti becomes a stepping stone, and I hate the word stepping stone because that means that the players will step on us and walk on. Um, I would rather see it as a platform for our players to work from. You mentioned that players will go on to university and 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 carry on. Those players will at some stage come back home. They will come back home and they will come and play for Mums and Toti. Or if they don't play for Mums and Toti, they still be part of Mums and Toti in sponsoring, in um, coaching, in whatever form or format they want to be. Um, but it will be a platform and not a stepping stone. So if I, if I look at a, at a coaching point of view, look, the community and our listeners will have different views on this, but the community... Um, is one topic of discussion to keep them here and and to make them better players or whatever it might be. From a coaching point of view, my philosophy is different. Um, I would love to coach a side that become world champions and keep them here. But as a coach, that's not my responsibility. As a coach, my responsibility is to develop a player. If he then goes on and plays for the Lions later on or wherever, then I've done my part. And as a rugby club, that's how I'd like us to see ourselves as well. We develop players. If they stay, they stay and we take them further and they take the club further. Our development, and that's why we coach, our winning is part of that, but we coach to develop yes. players, especially at a young age. So I, I don't necessarily feel that we need to hold them. Um, obviously, if they go to other clubs, we want to say, no, stay by us or whatever it is. But, I mean, if they go on and they get a contract to go and play overseas, we've had how many uh, players come through Toti Rugby Club um, that have gone to play overseas? And that is our responsibility to develop them because at the end of the day, yes, we represent our club, we represent our community, but rugby has to win. And these kids, some of them are, say, kids because they come out of the school. That might be their future. That might be their livelihood. That's where they get the income from, whatever it might be. So I think we need to put that stepping stone there. Yes, we need to put structures in place to try and keep them here. But if he gets a lucrative contract to go somewhere, who are we to, to, to stop them to go? Thank you, Mark. Um, I think a feather in our cap is that some of these barbarian boys were... Um, scouted by some of the bigger clubs. Um, so definitely doing something right in the coaching, yeah. And I just want to thank the three local schools for allowing us the opportunity to do this. Definitely. Uh, with uh, if it wasn't for the three local schools, obviously we wouldn't have that opportunity. 
Um, but I just, in closing, I just want to mention as well that we have many boys that play rugby, schoolboy rugby, that join Toti Rugby Club, that actually go on to represent the Sharks in their different age groups. And um, we mustn't forget to mention that. That is the talent that we showcase in Amamsam Toti. Definitely. From, from under six right through to Amamsam Toti first team. Thank you, Mark. Thanks, Gus. Always nice uh, to chat some rugby. Um, as I said, it was some nice topics. I'm looking forward to next week's chat show that we have. We're discussing the British and Irish Lions tour to South Africa that has now finally been approved. Um, it's all system go. We have exciting news that we have a local school that will be participating in that same tournament as one of only two first sides in South Africa that can participate. And we might surprise a few clubs with Mamsam Toti fielding one or two sides in that same tournament. All this news will be shared with our listeners next week. Goodbye.